Hello, Grand Theft Auto lovers. My name is Jaden, and this is the GTA Podcast. Welcome back to another glorious episode of the Grand Theft Auto Podcast, the greatest Grand Theft Auto Podcast in the world. I think we might be the only one, but whatevs. So... What makes this episode so special, you ask? Haha. Ha. Today we are going to take a trip down memory lane and read the Wikipedia pages for the first two Grand Theft Auto installments. Now, could this be considered a little bit of a cop-out? Maybe. I don't know. I can be honest. But I am a curious person and I was going to read them anyway, so I figured you might find it interesting as well. Plus, we're all quarantined, we're all bored, we're all going out of our minds. So we might as well learn something. So sit back and enjoy the history of Grand Theft Auto Part 1. Grand Theft Auto is a 1997 action-adventure game developed by DMA Design and published by BMG Interactive. It is the first installment of the Grand Theft Auto series and has led to five main entries and several spin-off games over 16 years, selling more than 150 million units as of September 2013. The story follows a group of criminals in three fictionalized versions of U.S. cities as they perform bank robberies, assassinations, and other illegal activities for their respective crime syndicates. It was first released in Europe in October 1997 for MSDOS and Microsoft Windows. It was later re-released in December 1997 in Europe and June 1998 in North America for the PlayStation. The game was originally intended to be named Race and Chase and to be developed for the Commodore Amiga starting in 1996. However, it was nearly cancelled due to production issues. Its successor, Grand Theft Auto II, was released in October 1999. Gameplay Grand Theft Auto is made up of six levels split between the three main cities. In each level, the player's ultimate objective is to reach a target number of points, which is typically achieved by performing tasks for the city's local crime syndicate. Each level is initiated at a telephone box and has its own unique set of tasks. Successful completion of a mission rewards the player with points and opens the opportunity to attempt harder missions for higher rewards, while failure awards fewer points and may permanently seal off opportunities for more tasks. Completing missions also increases the player's multiplier, which increases the points the player gets for doing other tasks. When the player amasses the target score, which starts at a million dollars but becomes higher in later levels, the next chapter is unlocked. There are eight playable characters in the game, four male and four female. Their names are Travis, Choi, Bubba, Kivlov, Ulrika, Katie, Divine, and Mickey. In actual gameplay, there's no real difference, since all players' characters wear the identical yellow jumper, although they do wear different colored trousers and hair colors to each other and have the correct skin colors. Players may also name their character, which, with the correct name, acts like a cheat code and alters the game. The player is free to do whatever they want, but have limited lives upon doing so. The player can gain points by causing death and destruction amid the traffic in the city, or steal and sell cars for profit. To get the large target money required to complete a level, players will usually opt to complete at least some missions to build up their multiplier. Some criminal acts have an inherent multiplier. For example, using a police car for running over people doubles the number of points received. 
If the player is arrested, then their multiplier is halved. Unlike in later games in the series, the player can be killed or, quote, wasted in one hit without body armor. If the player is wasted, then they lose a life. In both cases, the player loses their current equipment. If the player is wasted too many times, they must restart the level. Even during missions, there is still some freedom as most of the time the player is free to choose the route to take, but the destination is usually fixed. It was this level of freedom which set Grand Theft Auto apart from other action-based computer games at the time. The PC releases of the game allowed networked multiplayer gameplay using the IPX protocol. Some places in the game have to be unlocked by completing missions. Synopsis Grand Theft Auto takes place in 1997 in three primary settings, all of which are modeled on real locales. Liberty City is based upon New York City, Vice City is based on Miami, and San Andreas is based on San Francisco. All three suffer from rampant crime and corruption, with constant feuding between local crime syndicates, random acts of violence from street gangs, organized thievery and murder, and corrupt city officials and police officers. While Grand Theft Auto London 1969, Grand Theft Auto London 1961, and Grand Theft Auto 2 would use different locations, these three cities have been individually revisited as the settings in later Grand Theft Auto games, with differing layouts. For example, Liberty City was the sole city in Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Advance, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, and Grand Theft Auto 4. Vice City was the city in Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories. And San Andreas, becoming a state based on regions of California and Nevada, was the setting for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and Grand Theft Auto 5. Development The development of Grand Theft Auto began on April 4, 1995 at DMA Design in Dundee. It originally had a protracted four-year development, which included a title change and numerous attempts to halt the development. The game was originally titled Race and Chase. It was originally planned to be released on the MSDOS, Windows 95, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and the Nintendo 64. However, it was never released for the two latter consoles. During the development of Grand Theft Auto, many people overseeing the game's progress attempted to halt the development, which led the crew at DMA Design to have to convince them to allow them to continue. There were specific milestones planned for Grand Theft Auto, none of which were met. Development begins April 4, 1995. Complete game design, May 31, 1995. Engine, July 3, 1995. Look and feel, October 2, 1995. First play, January 3, 1996. Alpha, April 1, 1996. End of production, July 1, 1996. The original concept of Grand Theft Auto was, quote, to produce a fun, addictive, and fast multiplayer car racing and crashing game which uses a novel graphics method. David Jones, the game's producer, cited Pac-Man as an influence. He noted that the player runs over pedestrians and gets chased by police in a similar manner to Pac-Man. Gary Penn, creative director of DMA at the time, cited Elite as a major influence. He's quoted as saying, but I'd be working on Frontier, which is very different, and there were definitely other people on the team who had things like Syndicate, Mercenary, and Elite very much in their minds as well. That combination definitely led to the more open plan structure there is now. The game as it stands now is basically Elite in a city, but without quite the same sense of taking on the jobs. 
you take on the jobs in a slightly different way, but incredibly similar structurally. It's just a much more acceptable real-world setting. The game was cops and robbers, and then that evolved fairly quickly. Nobody wants to be the cop. It's more fun to be the bad guy. And then that evolved into Grand Theft Auto, unquote. In an early 1997 interview, project leader Keith Hamilton commented, saying, quote, GTA was harder than we thought. We're rewriting the handling of the cars at the moment. We've got the time as we're changing the graphics to 24-bit, unquote. Ports. The original Grand Theft Auto was developed for MSDOS, but then later ported to Microsoft Windows, PlayStation, and the Game Boy Color. The Game Boy Color version was technologically unabridged, which was quite a technical achievement due to the sheer size of the cities, converted tile for tile from the PC version, making them many times larger than most Game Boy Color game worlds were because of the handheld's limited hardware. To cater for the target younger generation, however, the game was heavily censored, with gore and swearing removed. The PC version comes in several different executables for DOS and MS Windows, which use a single set of data files. It was previously available as a free download as part of the Rockstar Classics. However, the free download service is currently unavailable. Grand Theft Auto was to be released on the Sega Saturn, but due to the console's rapid decline in popularity before the development was finished, the project was halted and the game was never released. After the PlayStation's successful release, development began on Grand Theft Auto 64, a port of the game for the Nintendo 64, rumored to have graphical enhancements and new missions. However, development was cancelled without ever having a public appearance. Cover Art The cover art for Grand Theft Auto is a photograph of a New York Police Department 1980s Plymouth Grand Fury rushing through the intersection of 5th Avenue and 56th Street, with Trump Tower in the background of the picture. The same cover art was also an alternative cover for Grand Theft Auto 2 in selected markets. There was also a cover featuring a yellow Buick GSX. There are other covers, but the one shown on the Wikipedia page is the most common. Soundtrack Grand Theft Auto has seven radio stations, plus a police band track, which can be heard once the player enters a car. However, each vehicle can only receive a limited number of these radio stations. In the PlayStation port, each car only had two stations. PC players can remove the CD once the game is loaded and replace it with an audio CD. The next time the character enters a vehicle, a song from the CD will randomly play. This can also be done in the PlayStation port. The game's main theme is Gangster Friday by Craig Connor, credited to the fictitious band Slum Pussy, <laughs> and is played on NCT-FM. With the exception of Head Radio FM, the names of the songs or the radio station names are never mentioned in the game. However, the soundtrack is listed in the booklet, which comes with the game. The collector's edition of the PC version included the soundtrack on a separate CD. The track listing gives the names of the fictional radio stations, bands in their tracks, and for some of them, the fictional album that they are from. Reception The game was a bestseller in the UK. By November 1998, global shipments to retailers of Grand Theft Auto's computer and PlayStation versions had surpassed 1 million units combined. At the 1999 Millia Festival in Cannes, it took home a gold prize for revenues above 17 million in European Union during 1998. The game was a commercial success, though it received mixed reviews upon release. GameSpot's 1998 review for Grand Theft Auto said that, 
Although the graphics may look, quote, a little plain, the music and sound effects are the opposite, praising the audio stations and the sound effects used to open and close vehicles. They also praise the freedom of the game, favoring it over other games that make a player follow a specific rule set and complete specific missions in a specific order. IGN were critical of the graphics which were said to be, quote, really quite shoddy and dated. They were also unimpressed by the fast food programming and careless design, including the controls. Overall, the game was considered to be fun, but with problems which could have been fixed. Next Generation reviewed the PC version of the game, rating it 4 stars out of 5, and stated that, quote, It is quite easy to accuse Grand Theft Auto of being all style and no substance, but the charge doesn't stick. Of course, we don't condone the acts within, but there is no denying that the game itself is well executed and quite enjoyable. Unquote. Okay, everybody, so that was Grand Theft Auto 1. I thought a lot of that was interesting. I hope you weren't too bored, but once again, what else are you going to do? There's a worldwide pandemic. So you have no choice but to sit back and enjoy the history of Grand Theft Auto Part 2. Grand Theft Auto 2 is a 1999 action-adventure game developed by DMA Design and published by Rockstar Games. It is the sequel to 1997's Grand Theft Auto, as well as the second installment of the Grand Theft Auto series. The open-world design lets players freely roam anywhere city, the setting of the game. It was released in October 1999 for Microsoft Windows and the PlayStation, followed by Dreamcast and Game Boy Color releases in 2000. The game is played from a top-down perspective, and its world is navigated on foot or by vehicle. The game was made available on Steam in January 2008 as part of a collection. Its successor, Grand Theft Auto 3, was released in October 2001. Setting Grand Theft Auto 2 is set in an unspecified time in a retro-futuristic metropolis referred to only as Anywhere USA, but the game's manual and website use the phrase, quote, three weeks into the future. Fictional journal entries on the Grand Theft Auto 2 website suggest the year to be 2013, but rather the in-game references suggest the game to be set in 1999. The city is split into three levels, or districts. The first level, downtown, is a hub of business activity as well as the site of a large mental institution and university. The second area, the residential district, contains the city's prison, a trailer park with an Elvis Presley-themed bar dubbed Disgracelands, a shopping mall, and a giant hydroelectric power plant. The third and final area is the Industrial District. It holds a large seaport, a meatpacking plant, a nuclear power plant, and a Krishna temple. There are a total of seven fictional criminal gangs, some named after real-life gangs or groups. In the game, the Zaibatsu, a corrupt corporation, is present in all three areas. The downtown area is also home to the Loonies, a gang of mentally ill people who have taken over the city asylum, and the Yakuza. In the residential area, the gangs include SRS scientists and the Rednecks, who live in a trailer park and drive around pickups with large Confederate flags. The industrial area contains the Russian Mafia and the Hardikushna. Each gang has their own special characteristics, cars, and behavior. The game can be played in two modes, on the PC version, noon or dusk. On the noon setting, the lighting is bright, making the game clear to see. On the dusk setting, the game is darker, 
with multiple dynamic lights from explosions and car headlights. The Dreamcast version of the game can only be played in the dusk setting, while the PlayStation version of the game can only be played in the noon setting. This feature was expanded further in Grand Theft Auto 3, where the daylight changes with the time of the day in the game. Gameplay Grand Theft Auto 2 retained the overhead viewpoint of Grand Theft Auto, as well as the car-stealing, telephone-answering formula of the original. Claude Speed, the player, character, and protagonist, has the ability to explore cities on foot or in various vehicles. The aim is to achieve a certain score. On achieving this goal, the player can then proceed to the next level. Doing missions awards the player more points than any other method, but are not essential for the completion of the game. A new feature introduced in Grand Theft Auto 2 was doing missions for separate gangs, of which there are two new gangs for each of the three levels of the game, and one faction which is present in all levels. Being employed by one gang can cause distrust from the others. In the original Grand Theft Auto, only the local police pursued the player. In Grand Theft Auto 2, SWAT teams are introduced in the downtown district, while special agents and the army are introduced in the residential and industrial districts. These additional types of law enforcement begin chasing the player as his or her wanted level increases. The wanted level is represented by images of a cop's head and vary between the Windows and PlayStation versions. Grand Theft Auto 2 introduced an improved saving technique, unlike the original game, which saved only when finishing a city. If the player entered a church with $50,000, a voice announced, Hallelujah, another soul saved. This notified the player that the game had been saved. If the player did not have enough money, the voice would say, Damnation, no donation, no salvation. <laughs> Just like in real life. These messages are not heard on the PlayStation version. Other improvements pertain to city activity. Passing vehicles and pedestrians are no longer cosmetic parts of the environment, but actually play a role in the gameplay. Sometimes pedestrians would occasionally enter and ride in taxis or buses. The game is noted for the behavior of its non-player characters. Pedestrians, gang members, and the police would occasionally engage in fights, and there are other carjackers and muggers in the city. This game introduces side missions, such as being a taxi driver, bus driver, and a semi-truck driver, along with retrieving hidden packages or weighing cars and a health meter. Being a taxi driver would earn roughly $1 per second. When standing still, passengers could get out if they want to, and the earnings will stop. Weighing cars only appeared in the second district. They were well hidden and usually required the player to take a severe amount of high-speed jumps to reach the cars some of them parked on top of buildings. When the car was entered, the player spawned at the Wang car's garage, with the garage door of the collected car lighting up. Collecting all cars resulted in eight bonus vehicles parked outside the garage. Among these were cars prepped with oil slicks, integrated machine guns, and a fire truck, living up to its name as its water cannon was replaced with a flamethrower. Some weapons in Grand Theft Auto 2 featured a kill frenzy mission when picked up, where a player has a limited amount of time to kill a certain number of people with a particular weapon loaded. Bonuses are rewarded if the mission is successful. There is a glitch involving the kill frenzy as it is possible to save when having it. When the game is then reloaded, the kill frenzy ends, but the almost unlimited ammunition remains until that same weapon is picked up or a more than usually allowed amount of ammunition is wasted. The PlayStation version of Grand Theft Auto 2 is toned down from the PC version, with lower quotas for the number of kills needed in Rampage-style missions, 
and containing no voice acting in the saving interface. The port also includes a feature where the player car will explode after the player kills a large number of gang members. One mission was also changed. Instead of the player tricking civilians into entering a bus to drive them to a meat processing plant to be cannibalized, the victims are Hare Krishna gang members. As is the case with the original Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto London 1969, the player receives bonuses for running his car over certain people without stopping or braking. A string of Elvis impersonators are sometimes spotted walking the streets. If a player can kill them in a short amount of time, they are awarded with a large money bonus, followed by the bold words, Elvis has left the building. Grand Theft Auto 2 features four multiplayer modes, Deathmatch, Team Deathmatch, Tag, and Race. There are trains in the PC version, which players can travel in or destroy. GTA 2, The Movie the opening cutscene of the game was pieced together using live-action footage taken from an 8-minute short film created for the purpose of advertising the game, known as GTA 2 The Movie. This film has since been made available to the public and is downloadable from Rockstar's website. Claude Speed is played by Scott Maslin in the film. The short film shows Claude being murdered while trying to break into a sports car. It was shot in 1999 New York City with the World Trade Center in clear view, instead of the game's anonymous city of the future. Soundtrack Each area features five radio stations from a pool of 11, one of which is heard as the player drives most vehicles in the game. Changing radio stations for preference is possible. Each gang has its own radio station that transmits within a limited area. Police vehicles, ambulances, fire trucks, and tanks had no ability to listen to the radio channels. Instead, the player would hear the radio transmitter of the emergency services. All the music and ads included in the game are exclusive, following the tradition of the previous game. People in charge of the musical content were Craig Connor, Stuart Ross, Paul Scargill, Colin Anderson, Burt Reed, and Moving Shadow. Some of these producers would keep their work on subsequent GTA releases. The Game Boy Color version uses some real songs, one of which is a sped-up version of Back in Black by ACDC. Kick-ass tune. The character selection theme is an old Brazilian song entitled Chega de Sadade. I don't think I pronounced that right. Reception. Grand Theft Auto 2's computer version received a silver sales award from the ELSPA, indicating sales of at least 100,000 copies in the United Kingdom. The game's PlayStation version received a platinum sales award, 300,000 or more units in the United Kingdom, also from the ELSPA. Grand Theft Auto 2 was released to mixed reviews. The game's graphics received mixed reactions from critics, who noted that they had barely any difference to the graphics in the original game. IGN's Tal Blevins called them, quote, average at best, and that the scenery is, quote, hard to appreciate. Jeff Gerstmann of GameSpot said that the graphics looked a bit plain. The game's soundtrack received positive feedback, with Jeff Gerstmann calling it a great soundtrack and that it, quote, closely mirrors the station style of the original game. Tal Blevins of IGN called it one of the best features of the game. Grand Theft Auto 2's gameplay elements received mixed reactions. IGN's Jeremy Dunham said that the gameplay is, quote, where the game really takes a punch to the stomach and that it, quote, could have been better. Tal Blevins called it simple but effective. Jeff Gerstmann said that, quote, 
even though the gameplay is largely the same as the previous GTA, it's still a lot of fun. Edge highlighted the game's story development and inventive missions, stating that Grand Theft Auto 2, quote, manages to draw you deep into the complexities of the world. Blake Fisher reviewed the Dreamcast version of the game for Next Generation, rating it two stars out of five, and stated that, quote, a great idea that, for one reason or another, never really gets into a must-play game. All right, everybody, so that was the history of Grand Theft Auto 2. I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope that I helped you pass some time during these strange, strange times. If you have anything you want to tell us or you have anything that you want to hear about Grand Theft Auto, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at the GTA Podcast or email us at the GTA Podcast at gmail.com. So until the next time you hear my voice, keep grinding, motherfuckers. Hotel, 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 street, no one.